Pixie is God. Thank you very much. Go, Kixie. Kixie from motherfucking ever. Thank you. Hey, I'm Mac Cameron. Welcome to 20 or 20 at Dominionated podcast featuring conversations with Canadian musicians, 20 minutes or 20 questions, whichever comes first. So when Jeff, my friend and the managing editor of Dominionated sent me Kixie's album, All My Friends, it was kind of later at night and I had clicked on it and started listening to the song he recommended. And after about 30 seconds of listening, I had to turn it off because I immediately knew I was going to A, love it, and B, that it deserved my undivided attention. So I woke up the next morning, made my coffee, put it on, and listened to the full album. And I was, I, my, my intuition was correct. I loved it. The album floored me. And I knew right away that I wanted to have Kixie on the show. The album has only grown on me since that initial listen, and it is creeping up to the top of my album of the year list very quickly, uh, regardless of the country in which the album was made in. So, yeah, we're going to hear from Kixie in a second. I just want to note, for anyone who is my age or older feeling offended that I refer to myself as old in this episode, folks, if you didn't have social media when you were in middle school, you are old. Trust me. Anyways, I think it is important for you to know that you can follow Kixie on Instagram and Twitter, at Kixie Music. Right now, uh, you are hearing the song that kicks off all my friends. This is Kixie with Sleepyhead. Kixie, welcome to 20 or 20. Hi, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm really excited to have you here because your new album, All My Friends, is, uh, I, I uh, after one listen, it almost immediately became one of my favorite albums of the year. So it's, uh, it's a real pleasure to, to meet you and to talk to you today. I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you very much. So uh, just for those who are listening at home, um, how this is going to work, uh, I'm going to either ask Kixie 20 questions, or we're going to talk for 20 minutes, whichever comes first. Uh, and if we we reach the end of the time and I haven't asked 20 questions, that's it. That's all. Um, <laughs> hopefully, we'll, we'll hit it right on the money. We'll do 20 and 20 rather than 20 or 20. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to start my stopwatch now, and we'll be off to the races. Kixie, where do you live, and why do you live there? I live in Bolton, Ontario, and it's because my parents live here. So until I can move out, I'm here for now. <laughs> Have you? Did you grow up in Bolton? I did my whole life. I've never lived anywhere else. I'm wondering about the sound of your 
in your new album because it sounds like you've lived in Bolton and nowhere else. And I mean that in the best in the best way because it's a it's a it's a feeling. It sounds like all the great Midwestern emo albums of the past. Um, so I'm wondering actually if you could choose three words to the best describe your latest musical project, All My Friends, um, other than All My Friends. Um, I would describe it as kind of like going into college for the first time. Like the college experience is the best way to explain the sound because that's how I was, that's what I was going through while I was writing it. So all of those like new influences and being in Toronto for the first time kind of like, I think it kind of like came through in the sound of the album. And it's, it's, is, would you, would you say that it's like kind of like, you're the sound of you discovering like a bigger world beyond mm-hmm. like your your own your own uh bubble for lack of a better word yeah that's exactly what it was like it was just so like new and very exciting so all of the songs for the most part are very happy and up like upbeat and exciting because of the way I was feeling right that really comes through um what do you want to school for I went to school, I went to Seneca for independent music production, so I did the year there, and I'll probably go back um, next year for independent performance songwriting. And so, and so that being said, so all my friends, you, you did everything pretty much on, Mm -hmm. on the record, right? Like you mixed, mastered, recorded, did all the drums, did all the guitar, everything? Yeah, I did everything except for bass. I had my friend do that, and some piano was also my sister, so I had a little bit of help, but all the mixing, mastering, and everything else was all me. And and what's your what's your like primary instrument? Like, Have you always... Is guitar your go-to? Because mm-hmm. you sh- you're a shredder. <laughs> yeah, guitar is my favorite instrument. I like to kind of see how many instruments I can learn, but my best instrument is guitar. So that's always what I start on when I write. Have you been, have you, how long have you been playing guitar for? Cause um, you're also re- cause you're also really good at drums. So like, could you give me actually a time, a time line on both of those instruments? I started playing guitar when I was in the second grade. So I must've been eight or nine. And then drums wasn't that long ago. I think it's only been like three years or something. That's a, you couldn't you you wouldn't be able to know I don't I I don't think by listening to the album, if you could look what is there an instrument that uh, you would like to learn like that is like kind of next on your list of things that you want to add to your your uh, your your arsenal. I've always really weird, but I've always wanted to learn how to play the saxophone. I just love the saxophone, but um, it's not an easy instrument. It's very hard. So it's difficult to learn, but maybe one day. <laughs> I feel like the saxophone is having a bit of like a, uh, for the past few years, has been having a moment. I feel like <laughs> it's, it's, it's become like very much, again, part of the pop sound. Yeah. So your album is called All My Friends. I kind of want to ask you about your friends, because I feel like even though you made this album by yourself, for mm-hmm. the most part... Um, your friends obviously influence a lot of like the lyrics and, and, and I think kind of the spirit of it. So are these friends in all my friends, all like IRL friends or are they internet friends or is it people just like from 
where you grew up? What's the what's the story there? I think most of it is from my friends like at home and also a lot of the people I met in college. But I also have a lot of like internet friends that I've made through my music and stuff. So I think it's a little bit of everybody, but mostly my friends at home and the people I've met in college. Hey, Megan's on the train. Michael's on the way. I want to know what the best review you've gotten from your friends about your album, All My Friends. I think the best review, everyone really liked Left Lane, I think, because of all like the audio clips I put of them in there and they weren't expecting it. They didn't know it was going to happen, right? So when they heard the song, they're like, oh my gosh, like this is great because it was kind of like dedicated to them specifically. So that was everyone's favorite, I think, out of like my closer friends. Uh, well, my feeling is is that like your friends are very lucky to have this album because like I don't know, I, all my friends were you know musicians and kind of mm-hmm. into this when I was in high school, and none of us did anything as good <laughs> as this. So oh. to, I feel like it's it's very special for your friends to have this because I think they'll be able to listen to it like for the rest of time and think, hell yeah, what a cool t- what a cool time we had. I really hope uh, so. How special it was. I, mm-hmm. I, I have a good... I, I feel that. Um, <laughs> I want to know, in your opinion, what makes a great pop song. Because you're, you're kind of operating in a few different like traditions or lanes, I would say. There's kind of the emo lane, mm-hmm. pop punk lane. But then there's also... like You clearly have an incredible pop sensibility. And like an, a, an ear for melody and, and guitar licks and all that stuff. What do you... like? makes a pop song I don't know stick for you I think for me everything has to be like you have to really feel good about everything you're doing like um for me if it's not catchy not only like the vocal part but if the guitar doesn't stick in my head and the drum beat doesn't stick in my head then I won't use it because for me everything has to be like it has to stick from beginning to end I think that's kind of like how I perceive like a good pop song. And is that a tough, is that a hard process for you? Like, are you, are you kind of sitting there like beating yourself up over like not coming up with like the catchiest guitar riff? Like, is that, does that, yeah. Is like, is that, is that a difficult process for you? Is it enjoyable? It's 
I think it's pretty enjoyable. Sometimes it gets very difficult with some songs like Banana Pop. I was able to write that song in like not even two or three days. Like it was very quick. It all just came like so quickly. Other songs took me like a very long time, like the butterflies took me months to write and like other songs took me so long because I just couldn't get it. But I would just take a break if I was getting upset and then I would go back to it later and eventually it came to me. And I guess I want to, I'm curious about the recording process in that sense as well, because if you're recording everything all yourself, like are you... Are you your own worst critic sometimes when you're doing like a vocal performance? Like, well, that is that like a, do you have a healthy relationship with yourself when it comes to recording yourself? No, I can sit like I will sit for sometimes like I'll be in here for hours, like from the second I wake up and then I just won't go to bed until the next day. Like I'll sit in here until I get something good. And then I'll think I have something good and then I'll put it away and come back to it. And I'll be like, this was garbage. And then I have to do it over and it's like constant. But when I do get it, I'm like very happy with it. When did you actually record All My Friends? Like, did you do it all kind of during pandemic? I started writing it July of 2019. Didn't know it was going to be an album yet, but I started writing um, a couple songs that ended up not actually being on the album. But most of it happened throughout college and then I started finishing it up when the pandemic started so I added a few more songs and wrote some more and really tightened everything up and then I think I recorded the final versions in May or early June and then from there I kind of mixed it and stuff and then released it. I mean so obviously by the time it was done you kind of knew the the reality that had set has set in for musicians. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm I'm always curious about like I know it's uh, it's a bummer not to be able to play shows. Yeah. But there's also the other side of it where it's like that stress isn't even doesn't even exist. Like the you can kind of just like move on to the next thing or focus on your writing. Mm-hmm. How does how does that like affected your kind of process or the vision of, for your, that you have for yourself and your kind of career going forward? I think for now, um, 
I can really focus on kind of like um, working on my songwriting skills and just kind of building myself myself up, like doing a little bit more promo and stuff like that, trying to get myself like doing what I can until I can start going back into the city. Because like before I really had no time, it was just like show after show and I wasn't sleeping or eating and it was just like go, go, go constantly. I didn't really have time to focus on my actual like music like musical ability right so I think now it's like I can do that and when it comes time to play again like live it's going to be really good I I actually want to know kind of about um the music that you like because so I'm I'm about I think I'm about 10 years older than you ish (laughs) and your music really reminds me of stuff that when I was in high school like just really spoke to me but it's a it's not necessarily about genre. It's like a, it's a feeling. It's like this triumphant <laughs> feeling of like there being something out there for you. So I'm wondering, is there an art, is there like a, is there a songwriter in particular or like a band or an artist that really kind of like set you off? Cause I have a feeling I, and I, I don't know, but I have a feeling it's not the same thing necessarily that I would think it is. Cause mm-hmm. again, I am old and you are not. <laughs> Well, when I was very young, I was very, very like influenced by what my sister was listening to at the time. And she's seven years older than me. So she was listening to a lot of like super old, like Paramore, the used, like a lot of blank, a lot of like just like the emo, like pop punk stuff at that time. And because she was listening to it, she would make me listen to it. And then I would listen to it. And then um, growing up, it got it was like a little bit more like bring me the horizon kind of stuff, but also like owl city and like just a bunch of different influences. So when I started making my own music, having all of like these different genres and influences and stuff like that, I kind of wanted to find a way to put all those sounds together. Cause I didn't want to be too like synth pop, but I didn't want to be too like rock or like too, too pop punk or something so i'm just kind of trying to balance that i guess in my own music well and i think you i think you do i think you, it's like a pretty like distinct sound is is, is, is there is there a one particular artist that maybe made you feel like oh i can i can do this and, and not necessarily in sound but more just in like um like mindset or attitude towards songwriting Haley Williams. I guess everyone says that just because she was really the only female at the time, so we all see ourselves in her. But like that's gotta be the answer. Like Paramore is top tier. I'm going to kind of move on, I think, from from your stuff and get to know a little bit about you. So the first thing I want to know is you have a pet rabbit. I uh, do. Please tell, me, please tell me about what it's like to have a pet rabbit, why a bunny might be a great pet, because like I am not convinced. Okay. My rabbit, when I was looking into rabbits, they seem very like shy and very like... I have to hide in the corner constantly. Don't touch me. Don't pick me up. So I was kind of going into it a little nervous. But I think the person I got the rabbit from, my specific bunny, was like taking very good care of him and like handling him very well. So when I got him, he acts like a dog. He just acts like a dog. He runs all over the house. He jumps on my bed. He like 
always wants my food and everything. And I think with those kinds of animals, like bunnies or animals that are like very fragile, I think it's very important to, um, they're very good. I just think they're misrepresented. So not everyone thinks they're the best animal, but like if you get the right personality or if you really take the time to bond with it, like it's the best. Like he's okay. I have to be quiet sometimes because like bunnies don't really like loud noise, but like I'll like put him upstairs if I'm recording or something. And uh, yeah, other than that, he's pretty great. He just stays in here and just listens to me sing all day. So <laughs> <laughs> So he's waiting for your uh, your acoustic album or uh, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, he's not he's not he's not into the drums very much, but he's he likes the guitar. <laughs> what is the worst social media platform? That's great. If Snapchat counts, I don't really use Snapchat, but if we're just going to go like Instagram, Twitter type of stuff, Twitter because every time I go on I get really depressed and I just have to I just have to get off of it very shortly after I open the app. So <laughs> me too, except I, I, uh, as soon as I close it, I go back on it again. Yeah. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's like a masochistic thing. I think it's, I think that's true. I do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone does, but I, and yeah. that's why people have convinced themselves that it's actually really, it's a great, it's a good thing, but <laughs> I don't right. think it, I don't think it is. Um, what's the best piece of pizza that you've ever had? Pizza. Ooh. I get this like super good, um, you're gonna hate me, it has pineapple on it, but it has like pineapple and feta, and someone ordered it in college one day, and I had a bite, and I just can't go back to any other pizza, like that's the pizza, that's the one. That was made for you. It was made for me, it was pineapple and feta, it's so good. I, I To me, that doesn't sound bad. That's, that sounds, that sounds good to me. <laughs> Do you know where it was from? Uh, I don't know. Um, pizza Hut? I don't know pizza places. <laughs> I just know that it's good. So <laughs> It's the combo. The combo, the combo is what did it for you. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know um, if there's a relationship in your life that sh- has shown up the most in your music or maybe even on, specifically on All My Friends. I know your you know, friends in general populate it, but mm-hmm. is there you know one, one person that maybe has influenced it more than others? Um, I would definitely have to maybe one out of two people like I had a lot of my best friend all over the album like her name's Megan she's very great definitely in left lane like she's the one yelling and all that stuff um she definitely has helped me through a lot of like just dark places in my life so now that I'm kind of writing about my friends like she obviously has to be like one of the main people that I'm focusing on and then I think the second person is my girlfriend, Brynn, because she's just, like, the best, right? And I always, like, I wrote a lot about her on the album because, um, like, in college I started feeling much, much better. And that was around the time that I met her and she kind of just picked me up completely and, like, made every day much better than it used to be. So I think I kind of have to like owe that to her also and just wrote a bunch about her on the album as well because like it's just much more happier than anything else I've ever written.
Usually at the end of the show, I ask what Canadian album or artist that you think everyone should know about. Because I think uh, we like to spread the love around here. And I want, you know, if we know about mm-hmm. Kixie, I'm sure there's somebody else that, you know, we don't know about yet. So is there is there someone who or, or someone or a band or whatever who you think everyone should know about, whether it's from kind of your circle of people or, or elsewhere? Um, I met someone recently once again from my college program, but her name's Marion. She goes by Mar, which is just M-A-R on Spotify and everything. She's, she's on the album. She's on the album. I Yeah. I think that she needs way more love, which was like a huge reason why I put her on. And she's like the only feature on the album. But I always, like, she's always the person, like, if someone asks me for music, I'll immediately direct them towards her because she just, like, needs all the love in the world. So, yeah, that's her for sure. She's amazing. Like, I have no words. <laughs> uh, and is, is her stuff on Bandcamp or on Spotify? Or? Um, it's on Spotify. Not a thousand percent sure if it's on Bandcamp, but I think it's on, like, the streaming platforms and stuff like that. Kixie, it's been um, a true pleasure to talk to you and to talk to you about your album and to listen to your album. Um, and I hope that the rest of the year and whatever the rest of this pandemic is and all that stuff, when we're all out of it, uh, I hope that you are, you're skyrocketing to, to, the, to the top. Okay. <laughs> That's very sweet. Thank you very much. And I hope that the rest of the year is also very good for you. <laughs> Twenty or Twenty is brought to you by Dominionated, Canada's best Canadian-only music website, in my opinion. To discover your next favorite Canadian artist, follow us at Dominionated on all the social platforms. Visit the site Dominionated.ca and please tell your friends to do the same. Our theme song and original music is by Taylor Barrow. You can follow him at a really slow runner on Instagram. No vowels in that other than the A at the beginning. The show is produced by me, Mac Cameron. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Mackenzie Cameron. No vowels in Cameron. Please like and subscribe and rate on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. Thank you to Kixie for being on the show. And trust me, go listen to all my friends. If I didn't make it clear enough in the interview and the intro, I, I love this album. Uh, jump on the bandwagon before it's too late. Uh, it's never too late, but you know what I'm saying. Next week on the show, I'm going to. Uh, next week on the show, I'm going to be talking to Jordan and Alex of the band Westalaken, whose album "The Golden Days Are Hard" is one of the most adventurous and ambitious and fun indie rock albums I've heard this year. Uh, it's also the first episode with two guests. Very cool. We'll see how that goes. Okay, that's it for me. Thank you so much for listening, and be well.